You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. This is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a very long time, but I want to go through and get more experience and get more clinical evidence as to just how important this is. You know, we make the transition to start to kind of transform our bodies and our health. We tend to go right to food first, which is a great first step. But from there, there's this kind of natural transition that happens for people who become aware of just how much food matters. You start to realize, wait a minute, it's not just eliminating these toxic foods. It's also eliminating these toxic personal care products. Right, And this is because what we put into our skin intrinsically ends up in our bodies. Literally upwards of 60% of the things you put on your skin ends up in your circulation. So what you put on your body, the personal care products that you choose matters a whole lot. So that's what we're gonna focus in on today. What are some of the things we need to be mindful of and what are some of the options that we actually have today? Now I wanna preface this by saying, I want you to start looking at these things differently. I want you to start looking at the things that you put onto your body, your personal care products, start to look at them as food because oftentimes this is kind of like another way that your body is getting fed. It's absorbing these things. And your skin is literally your largest organ. It's your body's largest organ. And it's an important organ in detoxification, but also absorption. All right, we've got hormone creams on the market. Why in the world would you rub a hormone cream into your skin? It's because it, it gets absorbed that way. All right, Epsom salt baths, right? People have been talking about this for centuries. Your body will absorb that magnesium and help to reduce symptoms of stress and muscle tension and all that stuff. It's another thing that we absorb. We absorb light. You know, your, your skin, you have photoreceptors in your skin that pick up light. The things you put on your skin can actually influence how your body is relating to the light you're exposed to as well. So I want you to start to not just look at your food labels, but the way that you're looking at your food labels, I want you to start looking at your personal care product labels the same way with as much scrutiny. Now you'll probably be surprised to know that this industry with companies making personal care products, shampoo, lotions, face wash, deodorants, feminine care products, makeup, toothpaste, on and on and on, These companies essentially have free and total access to use almost any ingredient or raw material without government approval, right? Without government approval. So few of us actually realize this. This industry is largely unregulated and essentially there's no pre-approval for products before they hit the market and before they hit your shopping cart and before they hit your skin, all right? So... I want you to have that as a preface to this episode, and we're gonna dive in and look at some of the things, again, to be aware of and some of the great options that we have today. But before we get to the show topic, I wanna give a quick shout out to our show sponsor, myfamilyonit.com. Head over to onnit.com forward slash model, and you get 10% off all of their health and human performance supplements, their fitness gear, their fitness equipment. They've got so much cool stuff, and this is why I love them. You gotta really get this. They actually fund clinical studies on their products. Do you know how few and far between it is to find a company that's willing to put their money up and actually get clinical trials done on their products to prove the things that they're saying are actually happening? Now, let me give you an example. Their Shroom Tech Sport, this is their pre-workout supplement that I absolutely love. Clinical trial, they funded, 
at Florida State University. And here's what they discovered. Utilizing, and this was using the Shroom Tech Sport versus a placebo, they found that utilizing Shroom Tech Sport was shown to increase bench press reps by 12%. How much you bench, bro? All right, you can get it up here with Shroom Tech Sport. It was shown to increase bench press and back squat reps by 7%, and it was also shown to increase cardiovascular performance by 8.8%. Now, these numbers might sound small, but they are tremendous in the grand scheme of things because just a few percent makes all the difference in our performance, whether we win or lose, and also that extra ability to push past, to go that extra level, that extra inch, that extra bit of weight, and to really get those changes that we want with our bodies, all right? This is incredibly supportive of that. And the hallmark part of the formula is cordyceps mushroom. And I'm a huge fan of cordyceps, as you probably already know. This is clinically proven to increase insulin sensitivity of your cells. Insulin resistance, a classic sign of that, is carrying around more belly fat, all right? So this is helping to do the opposite and also clinically proven to improve or enhance the oxygenation of your cells, how your body's processing oxygen. And that really boils down to performance. It's how your body is utilizing oxygen. And this is why the formula, again, clinical trial done, proven to do so. Also features ashwagandha, green tea extract, which has some really interesting properties with fat loss. If you look at the EGCG compound in there, and also methyl B12. It's the methylated form of B12 that your body can actually use. And B12 is really something that has a lot to do with energy production in your body. All right, so this is just one of their incredible products. Head over, check them out. It's onit.com forward slash model for 10% off everything. All right, and now on that note, let's get to the iTunes review of the week. Another five-star review titled Mindset Blown by Miboka. As someone who will always struggle with weight, Sean's podcast is exactly what I needed to change my mindset and love myself just as I am. I've shifted my focus on being proud of making healthy decisions, not the number on the scale. Simple things I've learned from Sean have positively impacted my life in significant ways. Specifically, the morning routine I have set for myself ensures, which includes drinking a green juice and listening to the pod, that I start each day with a calm mind, nourished body, and positive attitude. Thank you is not enough for all that you have done for me. But thank you from a lifetime listener. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is so powerful. And what a way to kick off your day, feeding your body and your mind. And I'm just grateful to be a part of that routine. And again, that is immensely powerful and I'm immensely grateful. And everybody, thank you for heading over to iTunes and leaving me meet these reviews for the show. It, it just really puts a big smile on my face and uh, hits me in my heart every time. So I appreciate it so much. Please keep them coming. And on that note, let's get to our topic of the day. So today we're talking about the hidden dangers in our personal care products. This is information that all of us need to know about because we've moved to this chemistry over nature paradigm in human evolution. But things are changing, of course, but we still need to be aware that a lot of this stuff is in our food supply and also in the supply of our personal care products. And so one of the things I want to focus on and talk about first is with what helps to generally keep us from being stink stink. All right, I'm talking about deodorant. All right, deodorant. This is an interesting invention by humans that has helped to keep people from being funky because nobody really wants to be around that, you know? 
It just, it is what it is. But here's one of the big issues is that many of the kind of conventional deodorants contain a very dangerous compound called aluminum, right? It's called aluminum. Why is it in there? It's because it helps to keep perspiration in. It's a antiperspirant, right? Antiperspirant. First, we want to start there. Is that even a good idea? Should we stop your body from doing something that it wants to do? All right, this process of sweating is eliminating waste, is eliminating metabolic waste products. And we're just going to go ahead and, oh, we're just going to clog that up, plug that up. We don't need to have stuff come out of there. Is that a good idea? So you're probably already rationalizing, well, maybe that's not the best idea. Now, here's one of the big issues is that your lymph nodes specifically are right around that area of your armpit. And as we've talked about, we did a show dedicated to the hidden secret life of your immune system. We talked a lot about the lymphatic system. This is basically your body's extracellular waste management system. All right. And there's a lot of kind of immune activity that's going on with your lymphatic cells. And if things get plugged up, this can cause a lot of catastrophic issues going on with your immune system. And one of those potentials is cancer. All right, because your immune system is really the regulator that go and take out any kind of rogue cells, you know, these macrophages and, and natural killer cells and taking out those abnormal cell activities. And so here's the issue. The Journal of Inorganic Chemistry results reported here demonstrate that aluminum compounds typically found in personal care products can interfere with the function of estrogen receptors on human breast cancer cells. All right, so this can upregulate the activity, cell growth potentially, of breast cancer cells. So it's not that this is some kind of inert substance when we're talking about aluminum. And by the way, World Health Organization cited epidemiological studies of aluminum in drinking water, increasing risk for Alzheimer's disease. All right, so this is the ingestion. But again, if it's on your skin, it's in your body, especially where you're sweating. So there's a lot of kind of correlation here and we need to be aware of it. You don't want to wait around to additional studies come out citing just how potentially dangerous aluminum can be in your personal care products. So I encourage you to get aluminum-free deodorant. Now that might lead you down a path of, oh, I'm just going to go deodorant-free. Maybe not to so much. Maybe that's not the best thing for you to do. I'm not saying to do that. And also over the years, especially since I became aware of this stuff, um, there's an experimentation process to find the right deodorant that doesn't have a lot of these chemicals you're going to learn about today. And that can lead you on a, a journey of exploration and defining what works best for you. And that's what's most important. You have to find what works for you because some stuff isn't going to work. All right. So you have to experiment and find out there's tons of good companies. I'm going to talk about a resource to find a lot of them uh, later on in the show. But bottom line is you do want to avoid this stuff and you're like, well, I don't. I don't want my kid to be the smelly kid in class. He's not the smelly kid in class. I'm not telling you to do that. What I am saying is we need to look for natural care products. And specifically, we're talking about deodorant that doesn't have these potentially dangerous compounds in them that can be compromising your health behind the scenes. All right. So what I also want to put as a caveat for this episode is that this is all about your overall toxicity load. It's not just you know, this one thing over here is going to be this big problem. It's when things are bioaccumulated in your tissues. It's when your, your deodorant is toxic, your food is toxic, the water you drink. That's when we have a real big issue. But I want you to be mindful of this stuff. You don't have to go and throw your secret out the window. 
However, I guarantee you that there are some hazardous chemicals that are in that secret. And just for people who don't know what that is, it's a type of deodorant. I think everybody knows what secret is. Uh, marketed towards women that usually have celebrities and like this beautiful, it's, it's my secret. You'll never know my secret that I stink. It's this secret, right? I guarantee you there are really dangerous toxic chemicals in that stuff. And I want you to find a better option. But if not, if you're doing a lot of other stuff right, it doesn't mean that you have to try and, and, and sacrifice that and, and be stinky as a result. All right. I don't want you to be a smelly kid in class. It's not what this class is about. All right. So, and that's just chipping the iceberg right here. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about another compound that's regularly found in lotions and shampoos and things of that nature. And it's called parabens. All right. Parabens. You might see on some higher quality products that it says paraben free. And this one is a pretty alarming compound. Now, parabens are known to be these kind of xenoestrogens. These are, they have uh, the ability to mimic estrogen in our body and fit into estrogen receptor sites and turn on programs related to estrogen because of using this lotion on your skin. Like, that's crazy. But again, going back, hormone cream, right? You rub it into your skin right? Estrogen cream, testosterone cream, whatever it might be, progesterone. It gets into your skin and into your body. Now, this was in the Journal of Applied Toxicology, found that breast tissue extracted from subjects exposed to parabens reveals shockingly high concentrations of parabens intact in human breast tissue samples. What? Yes. It's right there in black and white, but you don't know if you don't know. You have to um, keep an open mind and kind of put your assumptions aside that, you know, all these products that are out there, the companies are doing the right thing, that they're looking out for your best interests. You know, that might not be the case. You know, they just find a product that does a job, but we're not looking at the long-term health ramifications and that this stuff literally can wind up accumulating in your tissues and lead into some big problems. Now, uh, this is from researchers out of UC Berkeley and the lead investigator, Dale Littman, who's a gynecologist and molecular biologist at UC Berkeley, says, quote, although parabens are known to mimic the growth effects of estrogens on breast cancer cells, some consider their effects to be too weak to cause harm. But, and he goes on to say, but this might not be true when parabens are combined with other agents that regulate growth. So he's saying that the, again, bioaccumulation, the combination of these things can start to really cause some problems when you're combining the parabens with thylates, with aluminum, with all these different things, we start to get into a really sketchy area and a greater potential risk of things like cancer rearing its ugly face. And so that's the skinny on parabens. You want to check your labels again, make sure that it's not containing parabens or preferentially a lot of products again are saying paraben free. So that's parabens. Let's move on. Let's talk about another one that's in a lot of different products out there is sodium lauryl sulfate or SLS. And another kind of version is uh, sodium laureth sulfate, which is SLES. And these are surfactants, all right, surfactants, which is also known to be a surface active agent, all right? And what it does is it basically reduces the surface tension of the, of the, of the product, 
All right, so it makes it spreadable, right? It increases the spreading and kind of wetting properties of things like lotion, shampoo, right? It's kind of like, how did this get liquid? Did they milk like a detergent tree or something? Like, how does, how does it become this product? Well, they use things like this to make it have less surface tension so that you can actually spread it and it has a kind of liquid uh, property to it. Now, here's the issue. In a report published by the International Journal of Toxicology, sodium lauryl sulfate had a degenerative effect on the cell membranes because of its protein denaturing properties. That doesn't sound good. You don't want denatured proteins, right? You don't want a degenerative effect. We're talking about accelerated aging by using these products. And sometimes it's the fanciest, pansiest products that you can name, you know, endorsed again by celebrities and they have this high dollar value at luxury stores saying, oh, this is this wonderful anti-aging cream, but it's actually accelerating your aging, right? It's accelerating the aging of your skin specifically. Now let's stretch this out. Let's actually dive in deeper here. Your cell membranes this is literally the brain of your cell in many ways because it's how we're, your cells are reading its environment, all right, your cell membranes are reading your environment and sending information to your brain throughout your entire body about what's going on. And dysfunction in the cell membrane can lead to dysfunction in many other places in your body. It's not just your skin cells, again, because this stuff is getting absorbed into your circulation. All right, so I want you to be aware of that as well. Keep an eye out for that. Ideally, again, sodium lauryl sulfate free is the ideal thing to go for. But the question is, what do we do? What do we do for the lotion? Sean, I don't want to be ashy. I don't want to go from classy to ashy. So what do I do? Well, I remember growing up, we had the baby oil, right? Baby oil, baby oil, everything. Now, let me tell you about this real quickly because this is important. I didn't plan on necessarily talking about this. I put a note like, maybe I'll talk about this. Baby oil is a synthetic oil. I I'm mad that the name baby is on it. Such a great trick. Baby oil is a synthetic oil which is a byproduct of the distillation of gasoline. Oh, come on. What? Yes, that's what baby oil is. And it's a, quote, mineral oil. Again, another little tricksy name there. There's a 2011 report by the National Toxicology Program that stated that, quote, untreated and mildly treated mineral oils are known to be human carcinogens based on sufficient evidence from studies on humans, all right? Now, you might've heard mildly treated mineral oils, right? It's like, well, is that the kind they use for baby oil? No, it's more refined, but please be aware, we've already got this carcinogenic property. That means cancer causing, all right? So let me take this a step further. They do use different grades for cosmetics, for example, but the World Health Organization, because mineral oil is not just in baby oil. We're talking about a lot of different um, cosmetic products as well. The World Health Organization has found that these other grades, even the higher grade forms, contain contaminants that have been linked in studies to increased risk of cancer, right? We're gonna put, put this on our babies, right? Who, who came up with this, right? Let's not get into any kind of conspiracy theories and, and, and weirdness about it. We know now baby oil is not for babies and it's not for you. All right. This is dangerous. This is it's, it's, it's not OK. So what do we do? What do we move towards? Well, let's look towards things that are actually 
natural that are free of kind of carcinogenic properties? Wouldn't that be a good start? You know, so there's a lot of great products out there now. You know, uh, there's shea butter. Again, just minimal ingredients. You know, maybe they're utilizing essential oils and things like that in the formula. Uh, but shea butter, there's cocoa butter, which there's, ch- it's chocolate butter. If you get like real cocoa butter, it's chocolate butter. All right. Smell good. Does a job. Classy to ashy. No. All right. Ashy to classy. Now, one other thing, we did an entire episode dedicated to this because it's so wonderful, so powerful, so many different uses, but coconut oil on everything, all right? Coconut oil on everything. Now, listen, I'll put this in the show notes. Go back and listen to the episode like yesterday. It it dealt with a lot of the kind of controversy and confusion about coconut oil and potential downsides, but I go in and actually dig into the research and affirm a lot of times when there was some, some bad mouthing about the coconut oil, People weren't actually looking at the study and they were cherry picking like, oh, this is no, I actually went in and broke it down and also talked about, I believe 20, over 20 different uses for coconut oil. One of those is for our skin. It's natural. It's been used for a very, very long time. We're talking centuries of use and it's naturally rich in antioxidants. It's naturally rich in compounds that are antimicrobial, antiparasitic, antiviral, all right, without negative side effects. All right, so coconut oil on everything. Now, let's shift gears here and talk about another common thing that you'll see on a lot of personal care products, and it's called fragrance, right? Fragrance, like it'll say, you know, it's got this, this, and fragrance. Oh, that it just has a smell. Where does fragrance come from? What? Have you ever thought about that? What the heck is fragrance? What is that? Well, guess what? Researchers don't know either because fragrance is classified as, and this is the environmental working group. Not only do they compile studies linking fragrances to immune dysfunction, allergies, eczema, and more, but they had a subcategory that I didn't see with many other things that I researched. And it's a subcategory says miscellaneous, And then it says concerns, ingredient not fully labeled, identity unknown. What? You don't know what fragrances are. Like nobody knows except the company who's slapping that on label. And a great analogy that I got from Vani Hari is that it's sort of like when you see natural flavors on a food product, right? Natural flavors. What? What is that? And that's a way that companies can sneak in compounds that are not regulated, compounds that are dangerous, and just things they don't want you to know. All right, fragrances is that for personal care products. It's this kind of umbrella label that you can sneak a lot of stuff in there on. All right, now I'm not telling you don't smell good. We're about to, I like to smell good. All right, but let's do this from natural sources, right? Natural sources, natural products. There's wonderful essential oils from all kinds of different things. Uh, Vanilla, there's the coconut oil uh, scent, right? The natural coconut oil scent, which makes you smell like a walking, talking human pina colada. And I like that, all right? That's another way that you can go about it, all right? There's so many different things. Natural kind of essence that you can get in different 
personal care products. And also there's, since this consciousness is happening now, shifting over into the perfume area and things like that, you know, body sprays. But again, you want to avoid, if it says fragrance, come on now, like, let's just, let's just not, let's just not. All right. So the next one that I want you to be aware of when choosing your personal care products is synthetic colors. All right. Synthetic colors. Now look, Today, I brought the, this is for show and tell. Do you remember show and tell in elementary school? Oh, I loved it. It was like the best thing. You bring something from, you know, from home that you like and you bring it to show and tell. You show and you tell about it, right? So, you know, I might bring my uh, uh, Thundercat action figure, right? I bring my Thundercat, my Lino, all right? My Lino or my, or my Mumra. I'll bring it to school and tell people about it and how I love the Thundercats. You know, shout out to Thundercats. But Show and Tell is awesome. Show and Tell today, I brought this Listerine Fresh Burst. ADA accepted. Mm. Now, if you look at the ingredients, holy guacamole, you see some alarming things. And one of them, in addition to the saccharin, by the way, we're not even going to get into that today, is the dyes. All right, green number three, yellow number, t- what is, what? Are you serious? Uh, a friend of mine, Vani Hari, did an excellent expose on chemical food dyes, these synthetic food dyes, and how they impact our health. Again, your skin eats. If you're putting mouthwash in your mouth, guess what? It's getting in your body as well. And we've got one study here, and this was conducted by the School of Psychology, Department of Child Health at the University of Southampton. This is in the UK. Found that synthetic colors do, in fact, cause significant increase in ADHD symptoms in children. It's a tragedy that we're not looking at the underlying cause of the things that are hurting our children and instead using a Band-Aid solution and putting them on drugs as children, medicating our children without looking at what are some of the underlying causes here? How can I serve this purpose of helping my child to succeed without potentially causing them greater damage, especially in their long-term health? Now, for more on that subject, we did an entire episode uh, dedicated to uh, ADHD and adult ADHD as well. And I'll put that in the show notes. And we had on the incredible Dr. John Gray, who is definitely one of my favorite people on the planet. And he's got a book on the subject matter, but also just in relationships to each other. And he's got the the kind of seminal work, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And, uh, but he also talks about his battle with ADHD as well. And uh, it's definitely one of my favorite episodes. So make sure to check that out. We'll put that in the show notes. So again, synthetic colors, Dyes, we want to be mindful of this stuff because the jury is still out on what it's doing to our bodies. And I would especially be even more mindful for our children. All right. So again, just something to be mindful of. So let's move on. I want to talk about something that sounds messed up. All right. Formaldehyde. All right. Formaldehyde. It sounds like some fire or something because it kind of is. Particularly found in hair care products, formaldehyde and formaldehyde-releasing preservatives, because this is the trick that is used, that is used in many different cosmetic products to help prevent bacteria growth, right? This is why they, they use it, right? It's kind of a preservative. 
Now, this chemical was deemed as a human carcinogen by the International Agency for Research on Carcinogens. Why is this in our personal care products? And it has specifically been linked to occupational-related cancers, especially folks who are maybe working in a hair salon. And Dr. Oz just did an expose on this and how the, the, the fumes specifically, because some of these precursors, right, formaldehyde-releasing preservatives are only active when heated, right? So that's really where the danger comes in. It might not be right there when it's just being applied, but if it's heated, like, you know, doing somebody's doing a, 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 a press out, right, getting their hair pressed out and heating these compounds releases these, uh, this formaldehyde into the air, again, carcinogen, cancer-causing agent, and folks working in that atmosphere all the time have a greater incidence of, of risk. All right, so I want you to be mindful of that. So again, hair products specifically, and we look at some of these precursors, methylene glycol, methylene oxide, formic aldehyde. These get converted into formaldehyde, all right, specifically when heated. So that's why I want you to be aware of this. I want you to be mindful. I want you to start to pay more attention to the stuff that you're putting on your body or, or putting into your hair. Now, again, I don't want you to be neurotic about this, but we can get neurotic once we find out like, what? That's crazy, right? But we have to make the lifestyle choices and adjustments that fit for us, that feel good, that don't create an even bigger stress by trying to omit everything. All right, if you want to get your hair done and it's just like you go into your place and they use their things, so be it. It's all good. I don't want you to flip out about it. Just focus on like, let's handle the stuff that we can handle. Maybe the stuff that's in your in your shower, up on your shelf in your shower, or the stuff that you're brushing your teeth with and those kind of things. Let's, let's address the places that we can easily address and not, you know, throw the baby out the window with the bathwater, right? Whoever came up with that, that's probably the worst. It's the worst saying of all times, all right? But again, what I want you to be mindful of is this is not about being perfect. It's about progress, you know, just kind of going in the direction of utilizing products that don't have these toxic chemicals in them where it fits best. Like, you know, for me uh, over the years and trying different products, trying to find the right stuff that jives with me, with my unique biochemistry, my constitution, you know, I might land on a, a deodorant that has a questionable ingredient or two from a company that's really trying to do stuff right. You know, maybe it contains uh, one or two things that like, ah, I don't know, it's a little sketchy, but so many other things are avoided. Then, you know, if that's what suits you and you're doing a lot of other things right, so be it, don't make a big deal out of it. Like I love the uh, Kiss Your Face brand, like Kiss Your Face, quote, active, right? Great for some folks, not so great for others. You know, it might even encourage lace thinking. For others, it can keep you uh, nice and, and, and odor free or a nice odor for, you know, the 24 hour, whatever the commercials say, you know, not particularly for this brand, but like the major brands, 48 hours of 30 or 36 hours of freshness or something I saw in a commercial. Really? What are they doing? What kind of corks are they putting in your pits? Right? If you're not gonna, you're gonna be, uh, you know, odor free or whatever, sweat free for 36 hours. Are you even human anymore? So what's the first step for you eliminating the toxic load from your personal care products? Uh, number one is just kind of start where you are. If you desire to, you can go ahead and like finish up the stuff that you're using. You know, maybe if you're using Crest toothpaste, for example, 
And I actually have my toothpaste that I've been using for years right here. Uh, maybe you go ahead and finish that out. And then the next time you buy, you make sure that you get yourself a product that doesn't have some of those toxic chemicals in. And the one that I use actually says it right here. No sodium lauryl sulfates, no preservatives, no artificial colors, no artificial sweeteners, no saccharin, no propylene glycol. And this is, the brand is called Jason. And it's it's got some little uh, accents over it. So it's probably Jason, all right? And uh, you can check this out at Thrive Market. This is one of the things that I get from Thrive Market. I love Thrive Market because number one, they're getting these products to you that come at a premium. If you go to a health food store or even, you know, kind of conventional stores now carrying these products because people are demanding them, but they're incredibly expensive because they don't get government subsidies, right? It costs more time and energy sometimes to acquire the best ingredients to make these products. So they tend to be a little bit more expensive, but they didn't want that to be the barrier of you getting the stuff for your body and for your family, all right, and the food that you're eating. So Thrive Market curated the very best brands and did this so they are eliminating the middleman. They're not putting it out on a store shelf where they have to pay for that space and instead getting it to you at the wholesale price, all right? They're getting it direct to you, cutting out the middleman, saving you 25 to 50% off every product, all of it, their food, personal care products, household products, all of it. And they set out to do that. So again, we're eliminating the barrier of like the money is the reason that I'm not going to take care of my health and, and handle this. They wanted to get rid of that, that argument. And so you're also going to get access, a special exclusive thing here with the Model Health Show, to 25% off your first purchase from Thrive Market. I want you to go to thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. All right. That's thrivemarket.com forward slash model Model health, okay? Model health, all one word. In addition to the 25 to 50% off you're already getting off of all their products, you get an additional 25% off, all right? And and you also get free shipping because that sometimes would get me, right? When I'm making an order, like you're ordering stuff online, you might even buy like, you know, maybe you're shopping for clothes and you buy like $500 worth of clothes or $200 and then you get to the shipping, it's like $599. You're like, oh, I don't know. You're spending 500 on clothes, $6 shipping, why are you? But still, that can be a make or break sometimes. So free shipping as well. So definitely head over, check them out. And they've also, when you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash model health, you'll see a list of 20 of my favorite products. You know, some of the foods that we eat for my family and uh, personal care products and all that good stuff. But they curate and find the best companies that are not using the things that we talked about today. All right, and there's more. There's, there's more stuff. I mean, this could be, you know, a, a four-hour lecture on the different compounds that are in our personal care products, our household cleaning products as well, you know, stuff we're washing our, our clothes with and things of that nature. But I wanted to give you kind of the big heavy hitters and start to point your attention towards this transformation that happens. You know, we go from like paying more attention to our food to paying attention to our personal care products. And then maybe eventually looking at our household cleaning products and kind of branching out our world from there and just trying to incorporate things that are health affirming and that are supportive of you being the best version of yourself and not subtracting from you and causing health problems, you know, oftentimes behind the scenes and in our kind of um, blind spot, if you will. Thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. 
And so again, I just want to reiterate the point that this is not about perfection. This is not about trying to do everything right and eliminating all the toxic compounds that are in the whole the world. Like we live in a different world now and it's just about progress. It's just about awareness. And they've got some uh, incredible brands out there that are doing things right. Uh, I've got Dr. Bronner's that I use. Uh, they've got the seventh generation. A lot of folks know about their stuff. Uh, Miss Myers, the the hand soaps and things like that. As I mentioned, my toothpaste, Jason. People are like, Sean, how are your teeth? Why are your teeth so nice? Jason, I guess. <laughs> but hey, listen, the teeth, they, these are like bones you could see. So if you got healthy bones, that helps. All right? it, it helps significantly. Eating nutrition and doing things that are healthy for your bones. All right, they've got Tom's of Maine. And they've got companies like Kiss My Face who are doing a lot of things right. They've got feminine care products from NatraCare and companies of that nature. But there's so many different companies to name that are doing stuff right and more are emerging. So again, this could be a whole hour show just talking about the different options that there are. But I just want you to be aware of a few. And again, Thrive Market carries a bunch of them and they curate for the best of the best. So in closing, I want this to be a bridge for you, all right? A bridge to a better way of living, becoming more aware of the kind of situation that we're dealing with right now and having a transition point, a bridge over into a lifestyle, an overall lifestyle that leads to more health and happiness. And this is so important for us. And it's also very, very important for our babies, all right, for the kids in our lives to be mindful of, of this stuff because their little bodies don't handle this stuff as well. You know, as we get older, we get a little weathered, all right? We, we, our bodies are better able to handle uh, some of the toxic load. But babies, uh, bodies, and, and our little kids, we need to be mindful and start to get better products from, for them too when it comes to personal care and the things that we're using for their toothpaste and things of that nature. All right, it's so important. And I just wanted to communicate this with you and put together uh, some information for you to become more educated and also to help you to find a way to make some better choices. So I appreciate you so very much. Please understand we've got some incredible episodes and guests coming up on the show very soon. So make sure to stay tuned. I appreciate you immensely. Take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.